0: Thank you, Lord. Turn over to Matthew nine thirty-five. We've been talking about kind of—I um, hate to say—we're going in two directions because we're not, but we're preparing ourselves for healing school. God has put a mandate on us as a church to have healing school in this church, so we're being—we're preparing ourselves to be used of God. You know, this is—you know—all um, of the prophets of God say. And Smith Wigglesworth prophesied this many years ago when he prophesied about the former and the latter rain outpouring, former and latter rain together, and that uh, he prophesied it would not be a colosseum and the big names, big name preachers, but it would be the, the average people, just the average people God using in this final outpouring. So uh, it, this is not going to be a Colosseum thing and big, you know, it might, there might be some of that, I'm not saying, but it's going to be you in the streets, you in the workplace, hallelujah, ministering to people. So we need to be prepared to minister. We need to be prepared uh, in every area, but we're specifically in this church preparing for healing school, hallelujah. Every, Pastor and I have been preparing ourselves We've been preparing ourselves spiritually We've been preparing ourselves emotionally And mentally for healing school Amen, you've got to be prepared I'm telling you There's some things going to come through the door That aren't pretty um, You know what I'm talking about? Sickness and disease aren't pretty Amen Hallelujah, so we're preparing ourselves And we've got to all be prepared Matthew nine thirty-five. So we'll start there tonight And have the perspective that God has concerning healing. And Jesus went about all the cities and villages teaching in their synagogues and preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing every sickness and every disease among the people. The American Standard Version says all manner of disease and all manner of sickness. And you know the Bible says he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Hallelujah. Well, now he is God inside of us. Hallelujah. We're in union with Him. Amen. Hallelujah. We're in union with God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And now He ministers through all of us. Hallelujah. And we got to just see it that way. Just see ourselves. I, I remind myself now on a daily basis, I am in union with God. I am in union. You can't tell where I begin and He ends. Or he ends and I begin, or whatever, however you want to say it. Hallelujah! You know we've always had a picture in the past of our little spirit down here and a little Holy Ghost right down here in the middle of it. But that's not how it is. You can we're one. We've been Bible says we've been blended. Hallelujah! We're we're we've been we're we're one in one with Jesus. We're one with Christ. In us, we got the fullness of the Godhead inside of us. Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Amen. Because the Bible says that uh, in Jesus dwelt all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. Hallelujah. And we're one with Christ. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You know, we're not sinners. We're saints. We're not sinners. We used to be sinners, but we got saved. Amen. And you know, it's not possible. The Bible calls us... uh, that, we're, that, that he is the firstborn among many brethren. Jesus is. Doesn't that what it says? And we're his brothers and his sisters. You, it's not possible for him, for us to say, I, oh yeah, I'm Jesus' brother, but I'm a sinner. You can't be. He, you can't be his brother and be a sinner. You can't be his brother and be a sinner. Hallelujah. So you're either a sinner or you've been cleansed by the blood of the Lamb. And you may have been cleansed, when you got cleansed by the blood of the Lamb, you may sin, but you aren't a sinner. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. You don't ever want to see yourself as a sinner ever again. Hallelujah. Glory. So he went about, he went about the, the cities and villages preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing every sickness and every disease among the people. He didn't just heal some sicknesses and some diseases. No, every kind of sickness and disease there was, he healed it. Amen? Praise God. Matthew 12, 15. We're just thinking about healing tonight and getting prepared to be divine healing transmitters, Pastor Buzzy calls them. Divine healing transmitters. Lord, or divine healing technicians. But when, oh, hallelujah, I get so excited thinking about it. Did y'all know? I don't know if you know this, but you can go on the internet and find it. But... All over the earth, all over the earth, hallelujah! God's good, healing rooms everywhere they're springing up. They, Cal Pierce, this man in Washington, actually, I think he was in California at the time, he got this unction and from God to reopen the healing rooms in Spokane, Washington, that John G. Lake ministered out of. And he went up there and, um. <laughs> And he, he, he wanted somebody to uh, lay hands on him and believe God with him for the, John, the anointing John G. Lake had, but he couldn't find anybody who would agree with him, so he just went and laid down on John G. Lake's grave. He said, God, you know, in the Bible, a dead man's bones were anointed. Now, I know that sounds kind of spooky, but, you know, he, he was in faith, and he's believing for that anointing. And so he opened healing rooms, and now all over the nation... They're springing up. Healing rooms. Hallelujah. Where they, they come, people come and, and they get prayed for. They can come every day to some of them and get prayed for, ministered to. Hallelujah. Well, God's not specifically at this time leading us for healing rooms, but He's leading us. He's been leading us for a while to do healing school. Hallelujah. So I'm excited about that. And you know, we've been praying and praying, you know, against religion in our county. Religion... The devil is a religious spirit. You need to think about that. The devil is a religious spirit. The devil doesn't want to destroy the earth. He wants to control it. He wants the power. He wants the glory. And so he's a religious spirit. He wants to get people believing about God but believing wrong. That's what he wants to do. And uh, you know, uh, I just noticed today oh, you know, we have a Christian bookstore in this town, and uh, they've never carried spirit-filled things. But uh, I went in there and got to, and I got the tour, of the new building before it's even open. I got a royal tour. It is gorgeous, by the way, the new bookstore. But you know what? I saw, and I thought, man, we're having Holy Ghost breakthrough. They got Smith Wigglesworth books in that bookstore now. They got, they got a book by Joyce Meyer, and I wanted to go up to the stand and say, did y'all know she speak, talks about speaking in tongues in this book? Because I'm reading this book right now. Amen. Hallelujah. No, the Word's getting out there. Amen. The Word of God is going forth. The Word is not Hallelujah. bound. Amen. We're having breakthrough. Amen. Um, <clears throat> pray, where Are we in Matthew 12, 15 yet? Hallelujah. Our prayers are being answered. But when Jesus knew it, he withdrew himself from thence, and great multitudes followed him, and he healed them all. Now, how many did he heal? All. We live in the days of he healed them all. We live in the days that he healed them all. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Turn to Matthew 14, 14. Glory to God. Praise God. We live in the right day. The Bible says that God set the bounds of your habitations. So you're at the... You know, it's no accident you live in Tuscaloosa County. Or maybe you're in Pickens County or wherever. You're close. There's no accident. No accident. God set the bounds of your habitation. Amen? And you know, it's no accident the generation. He says he he, he picked the generations out. And you're in the right one. You're in the one the prophets said, Oh, man, if we could live in that generation. Oh, man man they did they looked ahead and they saw and they believed in Matthew fourteen fourteen, and Jesus went forth and saw a great multitude and was moved with compassion toward them and he healed their sick you know the Phillips translation says he was very deeply moved he was very deeply moved Jesus is still very deeply moved with compassion for the sick and he doesn't just say, oh, you poor thing. I feel so sorry for you. I'm really going to help you get through this. I'm going to help you endure. He don't say that. When, when Jesus is moved with compassion, he wants us well. We can't do the will of God unless we're well. Amen. We can't fulfill the call of God and preach the gospel unless we're well. Amen. Um, <clears throat> I was thinking today about the different kinds of faith. Oh, I know what I was going to announce. Can I stop at an another announcement? (laughs) It just popped in my mind. Uh, May 30th, Friday night, write that on your calendar, ladies. Men, write it on your calendar that you're babysitting. Uh, (laughs) You thought you was going to have fun. But no, you're babysitting. But uh, Victorious Life is having a um, big ladies to do and Debbie... In the pastor's wife in Moundville. Her name's Debbie. She's preaching first. I'm preaching second on Friday night, May 30th. Ladies, amen. Hallelujah. Glory. So that's May 30th. Now, I was going to announce that tonight so y'all can be planning ahead and praying, praying ahead. Let's see a move of God. Amen. Hebrews, uh, I was thinking about Hebrews today, and I was thinking about faith. And I was thinking about how there was different kinds of faith. And I'm going to turn over to Hebrews 11. Now, we're getting prepared. This is my introduction on getting prepared for healing school and getting prepared to be used by God, really. It's not just healing school. So if you say, well, healing school is not my thing, or I work and I know I won't be able to come, that's okay. Getting prepared to be used by God. Just take the same principles and apply them over somewhere else. Amen? But I was thinking about in Hebrews 11... (coughs) about the Faith Hall of Fame. You know what I'm talking about? And it talks about the different faiths. I never had seen it this way, but they had faith for different things. Hebrews 11:8 8 says that by faith, Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should after receive for an inheritance, obeyed. Abraham had faith to obey. You need faith to obey. Amen? And then it says in 11.11, 11, Through faith also Sarah herself received strength to conceive seed. She had faith to receive. In 11.21, it says, uh, By faith Jacob, when he was a dying, blessed both the sons of Joseph and worshipped, leaning, uh, leaning on the top of his staff. Well, he had faith to bless. He had faith to bless. It takes faith to bless, doesn't it? And he also had faith to worship there. And then I was looking at all the different kinds of faith in here. Not all of them because you could go to every verse. But I was looking at Rahab. It talked about how she had faith to put that scarlet thread in her window and believe that they would not come and destroy her and her household. She had faith for protection. You know, we've got to have faith for protection in our, in our day. And she had faith for protection. And then uh, it, in um, it says it talks about Moses how he would not he said it he would have re- he he would rather have followed God than and, and than to enjoyed the pleasures of sin in Egypt. he had faith to live a separated life. it takes faith to live a separated life. Amen hallelujah and then. Uh, we read about wars in here one night. Do you know there are people that have faith to fight wars? Amen. Thank God. Thank God that there's people that have faith to go over and fight, fight the war that had to be fought, that must be fought. <coughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. Um, You know, it says that some of them in the Faith Hall of Fame, that they were sawed asunder. I mean, they were persecuted. Did you know they had faith for persecution? They had faith for persecution. They had faith to to, to praise God and stay in faith, even though they were being persecuted even to the point of death, some of them. They had faith to die. It says they died in faith. They had faith to die. There's a whole lot of Christians that have faith to die. In fact, I'm, I, don't, I hate to tell you this, but in churches mostly, that's what we teach people to have is faith to die. And that's a lot of times about all. We don't really ever teach them faith for the other things. But we teach them to have faith to die. And man, they got that faith to die. Man, you'll see them on their deathbed or you'll hear and they'll talk about, I was ready to go. They were ready to go. That that little man, he was ready to go. That little woman, man, she was ready to go. She wasn't afraid. She had faith to die. Amen? But man, we got to have more than that. We're going to be victorious. Now remember the one about Sarah. It says she received faith to conceive seed. She had faith to receive. And you know what? We got lots of people in the church. They got faith for healing. Oh, man, they believe in healing. Man, I tell you, we got spirit-filled churches all over town that just like us, they believe in healing. Man, they would be crucified before they deny that God's a healer. They know God's will is to heal. But you know what they lack and we lack? We lack it too. We don't have it where we need it to be faith to receive faith to receive we have got to develop our faith to receive where healing is concerned especially now in this church we're a faith church we call ourselves a faith church we call ourselves word of faith we're proud of it Hallelujah! we're proud we're word of faith amen not proud in the sense of pride puffed up But we rejoice. That's a better way to say it. We rejoice in faith. Amen? We rejoice in it. Uh, And we got faith for a lot of things in this church. We've got special faith, I would say. Not like the gift of faith. But we have strong faith in this church for favor. Man, we just, you just can't find anybody in this church hardly that's not believing. Bless God, I have favor on my life. Amen. I got favor at work. I got favor when I go in the store. You know my refrigerator? I came home yesterday, and water is running in my floor. And first I thought it was the ice maker leaking. I'm like, what is wrong? We pulled that refrigerator out, me and this lady that was in my and we cut the water off. It's still pouring water. Finally, I figured out... This thing isn't working is why it's pouring water. The ice that's in the ice bin is melting and running in the floor. Hallelujah. You know what? I just said, I got favor. I've got favor. I've got favor. Somehow God's, you know, that's the first thing I believed for. Why? Because we just got favor down on the inside us. You know something else we have faith for in this church? We got faith for houses. Boy, we got faith for houses. We got faith for cars, too. We got faith for houses, we got faith for cars, and we don't look at it like, oh, that's material things. We say, no, that's spiritual. That's spiritual. That's spiritual. Hallelujah. That's, I, I see, I look at, boy, uh, a paid-for house. I, I, I'm you know, some people think, well, you can only believe for one thing at a time, so I'm going to believe for spiritual things. I don't know about you. i got more capacity than that. I'm believing for the spiritual things. I'm believing for my children. I'm praying for my... I'm believing for people to get saved. I'm believing for people to get healed. And i still got some room in there. I'm believing for material things because I know material things help me do what I'm called to do. I'm believing you can hire somebody to clean your house. So you can... See, if, if, if this woman could hire somebody to clean her house, she could come teach toddlers. Because we're going to start a new class. amen. <laughs> amen. <laughs> or something. In other words, she, this is spiritual. Do y'all not see that it's spiritual? That if I can multiply your time, I can use you in the kingdom. Or God can is a better way to say it. Amen? amen. If I can multiply your time. And hallelujah. Husbands, quit fighting me on this. <laughs> quit being a tightwad. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. At least just getting, you know, Pastor, uh, Brother Hagin says, getting neutral. At least just getting neutral, okay? You know, amen. You know, one time Miss Aretha was said, I need new drapes in my house. And he said, now I heard this on tape. He said, I got, my faith has got everything loaded on it, it can handle. So if you want it, you're going to have to believe for it. But see, he got neutral. He didn't say, you can't have it. No, bless God, I'm going you know, and go into some sort of a tizzy because she wanted something else. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. So we got faith for that. We got faith for those things. We've got other kinds of faith in this church. Amen. But one thing we've got to really develop is faith to receive healing. I'm talking about that our faith is so developed to receive healing that when we, come, we we more we get a symptom or we get a diagnosis, we just say, "I will go to church Wednesday night and I will receive, and we know it and we come and we get hands laid on us, and bless God, we receive and it's settled it's done, and we don't waller with it and we don't you know we see that's what this is what every Y'all don't need more faith about healing, that God's a healer. You don't need more faith in that area. You don't. Hallelujah. What you have to do is develop your faith to receive. Amen. Hallelujah. And I think sometimes one of the things God does with material things is He lets us use material things to develop our faith on. You know? You can't hurt anybody on that stuff. I don't like people I don't want people using their don't develop your faith on your little children. Don't experiment on your babies. Use your faith but take them to the doctor. You know, you get your faith perfected and you get where you receive every time first time, then you know what I'm saying? Because we don't have any of those b- mess-ups, blow-ups that you hear about on TV and they'll come here and here and Dateline will do a, an expose on Word of Life Church because you let your little baby die. No. Amen. Hallelujah. So we develop our faith on things that, you know, if you miss it, you just missed it and it won't hurt nobody. It won't hurt anything. Amen. And you begin to develop your faith to receive. And we can teach our children and help our children develop faith to receive too. Because, you know, a lot of it's all these these kids over here, they already know so much about the Word of God that they're going to have to hook in their little faith too. Amen? Because these little kids over here know more than some people in, some grown people in other churches know concerning the Word of God. So we teach them to hook their little faith in. Not little faith. They got big faith. But their little body faith. They got little bodies or something. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Big faith in little bodies. Hook in anyway. Praise God. We're getting there. So faith to receive. See, the essence of all faith is the same. It's not one kind of faith for a house, another kind of faith for uh, healing, another kind of faith for salvation. Uh, No, all faith is the same. Hallelujah. You know what I'm saying? 2 Corinthians, I was thinking about this scripture today. Oh, hallelujah. I had a good day today. Hallelujah. 2 Corinthians 4 13. Hallelujah. Faith to receive, faith to receive, faith to receive, faith to receive. Sarah. Sarah received strength to receive she received strength to conceive seed. Mmm, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. She she kind of had a two-step process, to tell you the truth. She had to get in faith. She had to get in faith about getting in faith. <laughs> she had to get in faith about getting in faith to get pregnant. She received strength, to you know, and after she'd received the strength, she still had to believe to conceive seed. Amen? Hallelujah. Faith to receive, though. Amen? Second uh, Corinthians 4.13. We having the same spirit of faith. Did you know I would say, and this is what we're after, is that we have a spirit of faith about us. In other words, no matter what comes up, in what area we always react in faith? That's what people that have a spirit of faith are like. I mean, the refrigerator goes out, we react in faith. Hallelujah. Praise God. You know, symptoms come or the doctor says something, we react in faith. Amen. you got to develop this. you got to develop this. We having the same spirit of faith, and what does it go on to say? According as it is written, I believed and therefore have I spoken. Now we don't get out there and believe for weird things. We're not believing for a spaceship. Well, actually we are. Kinda. That has to do with vacation Bible school. So I better use a different example. <laughs> we kind of need a spaceship. So all right. <laughs> Moving on. But we're not out there believing for something weird. Why? Because we're believing according as it is written. We're staying on what is written. Amen. If it's written, it's mine. All the promises of God, Corinthians says, are yes and amen. You don't have to say, well, if it be thy w- God, I know this was for some people, but if it be thy will, maybe it's for me. No. All the promises of God are for everybody. They're yes and Amen. The promises of healing are for everybody. They're yes and amen. The promises of prosperity are for everybody. And if you don't think prosperity is godly, you ought to read the Bible. And I say to God, if you didn't mean it, why'd you put it in there? Why did you say I'll give them the power to gain wealth if you didn't mean it? Amen. Why did you say that the blessing of the Lord maketh rich and he add no sorrow to it? Amen. Why did you say it? And if you didn't mean it, why did you make Abraham rich? And why did you make Solomon rich? And why was Jesus rich? I mean, he was rich enough, they fought over his garment. They don't fight over clothes down at Alabama Thrift Store. Well, maybe they do. I don't know. They don't. Not anything wrong with that, but they're not fighting over them. Amen. They're not casting lots for things like that. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. But he had a garment that didn't even have a seam. It was woven, one seamless garment. Hallelujah. It was valuable. It was a rich man's robe. It was a rich man's garment. And they cast lots for it. So why, did, why is he prospering these people? Hallelujah. The disciples said, they, he said, it's easier for a rich man, uh, a camel, to go through the eye of a needle than it is for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. And the disciples got panicky. they like, well, who can go then? I mean, the people, they were evidently prosperous. They got worried. We may not be able to enter into the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. So I don't know. I didn't mean to preach on prosperity tonight. I'm really talking about healing school. But you know it's all in one same covenant. It's all in one same covenant. And you know, one of my points is is that you've already developed in many areas, uh, you know, faith to prosper. These people, we know they believe for a car. These people are believing for a house and that's about to manifest. These people believe for a house and it's about to manifest. Amen. Hallelujah. I know we got it all over here. Hallelujah, glory to God. I know they believe for a car, they're believing they believe for one house, now they're believing for another house. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All over. I mean, back there. We had a little teenager believe for a car, and hallelujah. God made a way where there was seemingly... In, I know what we have faith for in this church. Another thing I meditated on today. You know what we got faith for? We got faith to prosper when circumstances are completely... It's like, I know, you know, how do we... They, how y'all doing it down at that church? Just look around and go, how you doing it? Must be angel food. That's what they think. No, it's, yeah. Hallelujah. No, we're dealing. No. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. No, pastor said to me, you only me to tell him? No, you don't want me to. He was joking with me today, and he said, I'm going to buy some grass, and me and you are going to smoke this <laughs> But he was talking about buying Centipede grass for a, for a bare spot in our yard. Hallelujah. I told him, boy, you're being cute today. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. No, we got faith to prosper when it's seemingly impossible. Amen. You do too. You catch it. It's caught. It's caught, family. It's caught. Hallelujah. You can't help but prosper. Hallelujah. Mm, mm, mm. What are we reading? We having the same spirit of faith according as it is written, I believed and therefore have I spoken. Believing's not enough. Believing and speaking. Out of the spirit of faith believes and it speaks. Amen. Now you could speak and not believe, but you have got to believe and speak. Lots of people are believing but not speaking. They're not saying, "Well, thank you, Lord." Thank you, Lord. Oh, they're wishing their house was paid for. Well, I'm believing and I'm speaking. And I, I hallelujah, I'm thanking Him that I have a paid-for house. Yeah. It's a spiritual thing. Yeah. Hallelujah. Because it'll free me up. Boy, I can fund missions. I can fund those pastors in Russia. I can fund the new parking lot in that new lot next door. Hallelujah. That yeah. Melissa wants us to buy. Yeah. Praise God. Those new offices. Hallelujah. More to give. More to give. See, it's a spiritual thing. Praise God. Praise God. This is not just going to happen. God's going to use real dollars to preach the, the gospel. I went and bought a VBS kit yesterday. You know, the, it's, not just, it's not everything you need. It's just the teacher book. The teacher's books, it was $217. They like it, don't they? $217 just for the teacher's books. Hallelujah. Do we got to prosper? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. So we're getting prepared to be used by God. Hallelujah. Part of the preparation to be used by God is, I don't need that anymore anyway, is prosperity. Is prosperity. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You You know, some of you are so bogged down and you need to hire your lawn work done. So you could breathe free on Saturdays. You wouldn't have to think about that. You'd come do angel food. Amen. And you wouldn't have to go home from angel food. You could go home from angel food and take a nap. Because you kind of need it after angel food. It's kind of a workout, isn't it? Hallelujah. You know, it's, it's exercise. If you're, especially if you're on the load and unloading in. And, and, you know, the same with these things are important to being prepared. Get your faith on it. You've got enough faith for that, too. If you don't, it don't wait till two years from now to start believing for it, because you won't have it until you start. You'll never have it till you start believing for it, and start calling it done. Amen, amen. Some of you need to believe God to quit work. Hallelujah! It's not hard. It's not hard. I was meditating on it the other day. I was. A, I, I didn't work. I didn't work. Didn't go to work till. Then didn't go to work till Eric started school. And when I went to work, I went to work and worked all day, four and a half days a week. And they paid me $100 a month because that's what they gave me was Eric's tuition. We prospered. I can't tell you how. I cannot tell you how, but we prospered. We prospered. It's not hard. It's not hard. How Seek first the kingdom of God. None of it's hard. It's not hard to prosper. It's not hard to quit work. It's not hard to live off of his salary. It's not hard. Tithe. Tithe. Believe God. Tithe. Believe God. Tithe. Believe God. Hallelujah. It's not hard. See, we've let the world impose their system on us. We've let the world say, you have to have two incomes. I've even said it with my own mouth. I've said it with my own mouth. Nearly everybody has to have two incomes now. Well nearly everybody in the world does But we're not in the world And we're not of this world Hallelujah Praise God Thank you Jesus Thank you Jesus Hallelujah It's not hard It's not hard Why? Because you, sp- you have a spirit of faith According to what is written Hallelujah Hallelujah You're needed You're needed Women you're needed You're needed for prayer you're needed for prayer. I need you for prayer. Hallelujah. You need to tell the Lord, Miss Debbie needs me. I need you for prayer. Hallelujah. Your kids need you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Now, if you, if you, man, you're one of those career women and that's your heart and your love, well, we're not saying it's ungodly to work. But some of you, if you could, if you could, if you could just get a breath of, amen, hallelujah. It's easy. Part of it's just in the mind. It just never occurred to me not to stay home with my kids. Never occurred to me. As Soon as I found out I was pregnant, I was like, I'm quitting this job. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's like, okay, I'm staying home. I never even thought about what we was going to eat, what we was going to drink. Well, how he's how going to pay the bills, that's his problem. <laughs> Amen. Praise God. I never, boy, we quit farming. You know, farming's one thing, but we quit farming and started pastoring. I didn't think, I never thought. Boy, will you talk about a cut in salary. I used to keep thousands of dollars in my refrigerator in the freezer. Just cash. I'm going there again. Oh, I'm not going to tell you where it's at. I did, I told you. I don't have any there now. Hallelujah. So, I mean, I'm, I'm going there again, though. But praise God, you know, it never occurred to me. Well, I think I'll go back to work. Never occurred to me. Just don't think like that. Hallelujah. Praise God. Therefore, we having the same spirit of faith, according as it is written, I believed, and therefore have I spoken. See, you have a believing problem. In some areas. In some areas, we, got a, we, we don't have a belief. But in some areas, we got a believing problem. <clears throat> I believe and therefore have I spoken. We also believe and therefore speak. What are you believing in speaking? What are you believing in speaking? What are you believing in speaking? Now, you know, soon as Eric went to school, it's like I, ha- I was believing to go to work. I didn't want to stay home by myself. I don't go with him. I went to school with Eric. I did. I went and volunteered. Amen. Praise God. I don't want to stay home now except when I want to pray. Amen. Praise God. But I need you. I need some of you women praying here in the day. We need to be praying. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. If you don't believe for it, you'll never have it. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Well, this whole thing just went a whole different direction than I was going to go. And what time is it? I got 725. I hadn't wore this watch since daylight savings time <laughs> kicked in. So does that mean I got another hour? So is it really 825? Or did this thing stop? Guess we better stop. And I didn't even get, I'm on, you know what? Three weeks in a row I brought this up here and hadn't used it yet. I'm going to use it one day. I'm going to get there, but we're following the Holy Ghost. We're getting prepared, amen. Say this with me, I'm getting getting prepared prepared. to be used used by God. God. I'm prospering, prospering. I believe, believe. and therefore I speak. speak. Praise God, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, 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 praise God.